We reach peak 2021 this time on Culture File with a live-streamed collaborative dance project involving a community gardener and some sourdough pioneers, all of whom meet via video chats. As if trying not to own the earth is a project of Clock Jordan-based Portuguese choreographer Rita Macalo, which is part of this year's Dublin Dance Festival offerings. So, as befits the year that's in it, Culture File gathered the team on Zoom. And Joe and Julie and Carmel, this is the first time you you, you see yeah. each other. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello, this is Rita speaking. I'm the Artistic Director of Instant Dissidents. Hi, I'm Julie Lockett. And I'm Joel Fitzmaurice. And we're from Riot Rye Bakehouse and Bread School. I'm Carmel and I'm the grower on this project. It's a project that examines our connection with nature and our role as human beings within our food system. And it's also about asking questions around reconnecting ourselves with our bodies and with the earth and questions around sustainability. The idea is that the project is actually a year long, so it's organized by calendar seasons. One of the premises of the project is the idea that we are operating outside our realms of expertise. And by this, I mean that every week I give Riot Rye some directions for them to create a dance and I give Carmel directions for her to create a dance. And in return, Carmel teaches me how to grow food and Riot Rye teaching me how to bake bread. And so we're sort of skill swapping in a way. I'm originally from Portugal, but for 20 years I was based in the UK, in the north of England. Around, again, 2018, I decided to move to Ireland, partly because Brexit happened and I'm a Portuguese citizen living in the UK, but also because myself and my partner were looking for a more sustainable lifestyle. And we found Clock Jordan Eco Village, so we decided to move here. And the way I moved to Ireland, my partner just got on a, on a van, obviously, but I obviously as a dancer wouldn't just do that. So I danced my way into Ireland from the south of England. It took me two months and I danced my way. And as I was dancing from England to Ireland, I said goodbye to every single venue I've ever worked. I did little performances with old friends. And so I used this moving away from England into Ireland as a choreographic work. The last stretch of the move was when I danced on foot from Dublin to Clock Jordan. You make, you make it sound very, very final. You, you, you are allowed to go back, aren't you? I, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> but it, I feel very um, happy and settled here now. So this feels like home. I've always had a practice as a choreographer and performer, but also as an educator. And for a while I was connected to universities, but then when I came out of the university, I still kept this interest in sharing choreographic processes. This is something I've always done. I've always blogged about the process because I think it's interesting that other people get to read about processes and reinvent them or use some of my techniques because I do the same with other people's processes. But this is the first time I'm doing it on YouTube. So it's really interesting. I'm actually a dance artist myself. So for me, the language Rita uses, I'm very comfortable with. Because Joe and I together for a long time, he would have heard me use a lot of the language. So it doesn't feel too foreign for us. She basically talks in terms of um, archaeology. She uses a lot of archaeological terms, which I find interesting, um, in terms of excavating. And Rita talks about how... At this point in time, in terms of who Joe and I are and who she is, this 
this is the only dance that could emerge because this is where we all currently are in our lives and our thoughts and our emotions and our uh, work practices. So the dance that is there will emerge and it's really uh, kind of about like a sculpture starts with a piece of stone and you just chip away and reveal what the dance is going to be. I think dance is an incredible form in that you can you can intellectualize something for a long time and you can talk about it and you can read about it but if you actually move it you can you can translate it very quickly to somebody you can show something you, somebody can get that aha moment very quickly i think in, in watching somebody's movement it would take them a long time to listen to i love physical theater for that for that very reason because a story can be told very quickly and you can move somebody how closely are the choreographic instructions related to what you're doing in your other life, in, 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 in bread making, in baking? Both will be both ways because we just started off looking at movements and then seeing if we were going to abstract things that we were doing and then different elements around us, be it the, the wood we work with, be it the land that we live in within the eco-village. And then the fire, the space, mapping out the space and working with all these different areas and then seeing what evolves from that. So they're not like direct translations or it's not, there's a not direct narrative going on within it, but seeing what kind of exposes itself by relation to the different aspects of our work within the bakery. Carmel, I think that maybe working in a field with crops has a closer kind of uh, lean to, to choreographic practice than baking. It's funny because I was talking about this with a friend last night and she does a lot of movement practice and gardening as well. And she was saying there's something about your daily life practice that how you even wheel your, your barrow or how you use your hoe, that that is a movement in itself. So there's something that if you do that with a certain awareness and consciousness it becomes a choreography in itself yeah i guess i mean the baking is more of a hand jive kind of uh, yeah. dance, <laughs> so, so rita what, what were you taking from everybody's pastimes and occupations that you could work with in the dance it goes two ways so so what i'm taking from them is the direct learning that i'm learning from them so so on that very direct way, I started from scratch. There was a plot of land. I lifted the plastic and with Carmel's instructions, I have marked out some beds and eventually put some mulch down, planted some potatoes and now I've planted some onions. So I'm actually learning that and doing it. And with Joe and Julie, I milled my own flour from scratch, made my own um, starter from scratch and baked sourdough, rice crackers and now bread. So, so there's a very concrete daily thing, but also the grinding of the flour after a while becomes a dance and not just the dance becomes a practice because it has to be done regularly. Joe also has a, a particular way to make a bread that he calls the common loaf that involves folding. So this folding then becomes a dance and it's a folding that you do every half an hour. So you fold it, you leave it, you come back, you fold it. So there's been a lot of choreography around the land for me and around my kitchen. Initially, I thought there were going to be two parallel, and they are two parallel processes, but actually they're cross-fertilizing one another because the, the starter that is wastage uh, that comes out of the process with right rye, I'm using to fertilize the land, and then in the land I'm growing rye grain. So that's one of the interesting things about the cross-fertilization between both projects alongside the cross-fertilization that goes between dance and growing and dance and baking. 
The team behind as if trying not to own the earth there, and the live stream events from the project will happen at the end of May. Search for as if trying not to own the earth on YouTube and on the Dublin Dance Festival site.